Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Z Speaks, a podcast where youth can talk current events. It is back to school season, a unique one, but it is fall nevertheless. And here to chat about returning to school, balancing grades and safety, respecting our teachers is my good friend Parker. She also graduated high school during the pandemic and is now an incoming freshman during the pandemic. Parker, can you tell us where you go to school and your major? Hi, I'm going to school at Delval University. I'm a biology major with a botany specialization. That's awesome. So I I have one question before we start. Back in March when the pandemic hit and quarantine started and everything, when did you predict this would all be over by? Like, when did you think we would return to normalcy? Well, even back in like January, I was worried about Corona and a lot of people told me I was overreacting. So I've been kind of, I was waiting for it, but I never really expected it to end suddenly like a lot of people were like we're gonna find a vaccine in the first two months and then everything's gonna be fine and we're gonna be great but I never and still don't really see an end to it because we're just not taking drastic enough measures and we're not taking it seriously enough right so you you probably didn't expect for a normal fall term then like most people Oh, no, not at all. They said a while ago that it was going to get worse in the fall. I expected them to cancel school entirely. Right. But here we are. You're doing hybrid learning. Am I I wrong? No, you're not. I am. How do you feel about the colleges that are going completely in person on campus and trying to make that work? I mean, obviously, it's a cash grab. That's the point of college already, but especially this year, they're losing a lot of money and they're trying to get as many kids as possible on campus, but it's just not safe at all. And in any respect, I feel like obviously they're not deliberately putting people in danger, but that's what it feels like. Right. We feel like guinea pigs in in a, in a science experiment, you know? Yeah. So far... Delval's approach is going really well. We only have, as of like yesterday, five confirmed cases on campus, while schools like Temple and Notre Dame have had to completely shut down and send students home and go virtual. I always found it interesting, uh, schools that returned to campus and decided to send kids home as if, you know, that wasn't expected. I think I was bummed when we went completely virtual, but I would rather not move out than have to move out and then move back home. I have a feeling that a lot of these places knew that they were going to have to shut down, especially inner city schools. Or not inner city, just like the city schools in general. Mm -hmm. But they still wanted to have kids living on campus so they could get them to pay that down payment or like the first payment on the dorms and then be like, oh, sorry, guys. (laughs) <laughs> right. Time to go home. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a little bit of an imbalance with people accusing college students of causing all of the shutdowns, too. I mean, sure, it's very irresponsible to be partying right now. If you're a college kid partying, I don't know what you're doing. I guess what I don't appreciate is completely blaming the students for the removal of on-campus learning when there are still so many people refusing to comply with precautions. And that's not new. I never would have thought that wearing a mask would be controversial. There's so many aspects to that. Like, on the one hand, we are all responsible. Every single one of us has some level of responsibility in keeping the rest of us safe. 
Right. And I don't think that that combines well with look out for number one culture that is the United States. And so a lot of people don't really care about the people around them and would rather have what they think is freedom, aka being able to not wear masks and go to stores, than keep other people safe. But as for the partying, honestly, this is so bad for me to say, but I wish I could go to a party right now. Like, sure, there was one thing at Delgado that happened that I know about that kids were getting in trouble for. They had like a mini dance party in front of the student center. I kind of wish I had been invited to that because we want to have a normal college experience. Like it's been very hard for me as a commuter to make friends with other kids on campus. Right. So like social events like that are a really good way for us to befriend people. But it's just like, this is going to be a painful year, maybe a painful two or three years. And we're just going to have to accept that. Maybe the university (laughs) shouldn't have opened in the first place. Right. My answer to that is, well, it did. And now you have to be a responsible, respectful person if you're choosing to be on campus. Yeah, and, and I think it's I think it's so selfish that people are prioritizing their own short term, you know, satisfaction over other people's safety and health. And that goes not just for college students, that goes for everybody. And that's why we're still not anywhere close to getting out of this pandemic. I guess where I get confused, I, I know that I have this conversation a lot with people and there's this taboo that it's okay to send kids back to school because kids won't get sick. Yeah. I would be happy to link below so many <laughs> studies, research articles, news, disputing that. Kids get sick just as much as adults. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is coming from a lot of kids or young adults that are getting it don't really have symptoms, but that doesn't mean that they don't have it. Mm-hmm. Like, the the newsletter that went out to the Temple students after they, shut, like, started to shut down was, it said, assume that everyone around you is infected. Yeah. And I, I also think that a lot of people, the school year starting is kind of, it flipped the switch in their brains, so... That the start of the school year must equal the end of Corona. Like, this is something that's scheduled. It happens every year. It's normal. So that must mean that everything's back to normal. Yeah, I I have such a hard time with that conversation of people saying we're getting back to normal or when we are getting back to normal. And we need to start accepting that this is the normal, at least for a little bit. Because... If we don't believe that this is our new normal, then we aren't going to comply to it. And that's going to just take a longer time for us to get back to normal. I know that sounds very back and forth. Yeah, and I honestly don't even really think we're going to get back to normal ever, especially in the United States. Nobody wants to pull their weight, which is very upsetting. I know everyone wants to point a finger at the young people right now, but... The young people have shown such a great wave of empathy, way more than I've seen any other generation right now. And 
teachers are being degraded so much and, and having these high expectations, these high demands to risk their health and safety, their family's health and health and safety, just so that parents don't have to take care of their children during the day. And I understand, I do understand both sides, you know, people have to work, people have to go to their jobs, kids can't stay home all day. I understand that. But making a teacher return on campus fully and just, you know, neglect their own family and and then being bullied into it. That's so insane to me that we're still at this level of turning against each other when our country is in a pandemic. I agree. And it's just like, I keep saying that, but I do agree. I know that on the first day of school at Temple, there was a protest. Students, uh, like upperclassmen and teachers protesting opening the first day of school they were like there's already hundreds of cases of it in philly like you cannot open temple and they ended up being right obviously but there's always been that disconnect from the public versus public service workers they're just not respected at all and now suddenly they're essential workers We need you. Like, we've always needed them. We just never respected them before. How has, like, the social distancing slash mask wearing been going at your school? Before you guys, before you guys shut down. We didn't even get to go on campus at all. Oh. It's disappointing. And I've had my first week of Zoom calls this week. I felt that it's, it's... Honestly, I know that people say that online learning, you can see people's faces, and it's a great way to socialize. It's been very isolating. And, you know, this is as much of a mental pandemic as it is a physical one. That's something I always say. But I'm so thankful that I'm not in a situation where I don't have to risk my life every day and risk other people's lives every day. You know, I, I have so many friends that are on campus right now that are staying inside their dorms, not going to parties, but they could very easily just get sick because one person decided to go home that weekend, come back and not wash their hands or something. So yeah. it's been a challenge, but I'm I'm willing to do it. <laughs> I can't speak on everybody. What have you seen on campus? Have you seen anything crazy? No, besides the thing I mentioned with them having the dance party, I really haven't heard of, which I, in my opinion is pretty tame, because it was mostly, like, kids that were already living on campus. Mm-hmm. But mostly everyone I've seen wears their mask and social distances. On the topic of the virtual learning, I I hate it. I do take a math class this semester, but that one's in person. Thank God that that's not online, because I cannot do math on the computer. Like, I need to be in a classroom setting to learn math. And I know that a lot of kids, are the same way, like, it's very difficult, especially kids like you with ADHD and stuff like that, like, it's so hard to switch your mind into school mode when you're still in your house. Yeah, I have to get dressed up to walk five feet to my desk. (laughs) I I feel for my little cousins who are going into kindergarten, first grade, and they're still learning their basics Mm -hmm. online. And that, I know that, that that's such a toll. And you know but it's like our only it's our only option so I also think like another another argument I hear a lot concerning younger kids Mm -hmm. is that we have to send kids back to school like they need to learn but we know you 
having your mom as a teacher and me just like learning this kind of stuff because I love policy that the American education system is shoddy at best. So what exactly are they learning? Like whitewashed versions of history, how to not interact with media critically. Like that is not going to make or break their lives, especially kids that are in like elementary school and middle school. Them missing a year of school or getting a year of school pushback is not going to ruin their lives or ruin their chances of getting into college or getting good jobs. Why can't parents be home with their kids? And it's because our government is not providing relief for these yeah. people. They don't have an option other than to go to work and then what? Leave their kid at home? So then they don't have an option on whether or not to go to work. They have to go to work. And then their kid doesn't have an option whether or not to stay home. They have to go to school or they have to do online school. Mm -hmm. There's like no leniency. It's just we are expected not just as students, but as workers to, oh my God, this is about to get, this is about to get heavy. We're expected to use ourselves to oil the machine. We're oiling the American capitalist machine and it will not stop grinding its gears. Like that's just the truth. We are being pushed back into school under the guise that we need to go back to school. But in reality, the colleges need our money. So what do you think you would tell your future kids and anyone in many years from now what it was like to be in that first wave of students returning to school still during a pandemic? Well, I'm going to assume that my kids or kids in the future are going to have the same kind of perception of college and high school. And sure. I think... If they were younger kids, it would be kind of devastating to hear that I didn't get to go to prom, didn't get to have real graduation, still am not having a normal first year, possibly four years of college. But I think another thing that's going to be important when we do eventually, hopefully, get through all of this is art. And writing things down and drawing and writing down how you're feeling and journaling and all that kind of stuff. Because that's going to be the historical record of this event for people and their emotions. Like Obviously, we'll have the news and the infinite record of the internet. But emotion-wise, with the mental pandemic, as you were saying, that's all going to come from individual creatives and people making things during this whole situation. Yeah, if there's one thing that all my listeners can take away from today is embrace the fact that you're living through history, no matter if you're a student, a parent of a student, a teacher. We're experiencing it in different ways, but embrace it so that we can tell the future generations all about it. Also, other takeaways, wear your mask, respect your educators and administration. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. I had a great time. Me Love too. Love talking politics. Of course, anytime. Well, thank you all for listening. I hope you guys have a great day. I'll see you all next time at Z Speaks. Mm -hmm.